0: Good morning, everybody. It is a beautiful day today, and I'm so glad that all of you are here. I see visitors today, and welcome to New Hope. We're really thankful that you joined us. Um, If you are visiting, please fill out the tablet so we can have your information and get a gift for first-time visitors. Um, If you were there yesterday and if you helped in any way for the event that we had at Dollar General, I just want to say thank you on behalf of all of our church What a blessing it was. What a great way to spend a Saturday than to serve our local community and the people that we live around and just feed them and get to meet them and talk to them. So thank you to everyone that was involved and the prayers that went into that event. Um, We got to start earlier than we expected and end later, so it was a success for sure. We were able to meet with people and pray with people and just invite people to church and tell them about how much Jesus loves them. So if you were not involved, please, as soon as you hear about it next time we do it, sign up. You will not want to miss out on that. Um, I want to remind you that we have our hour of prayer at 430 today. So please come out and join us in prayer as we pray over our church family, the people in the community, our pastor, and so many other things. So please come join us for that. On the back of your bulletin, you will see something called Church Without Walls. Um, I'm just going to say a little bit about it. I know our youth group is participating in this, and it's open to all ages. So I would love for many of our members, a lot of you, to come and join us on this mission event at the Shelby Mission Camp through the association. So please look at this, read this, mark your calendars, and join us as we serve our county and our town together and worship together. Um, I want to just thank you from Life 180 on behalf of our group. We were not here last week, so we were on our trip, our reward trip, and here's a few pictures from our week end. It was amazing, and I want to say that, um, so as you know, and as this reminds you, it was a 32-week program of intense study and scripture and accountability that three of our youth did. And what a blessing it was because before we left, I gave them the option to do something called Secret Church with um, Pastor David Platt, which is a six-hour Bible study through the night where we um, would study Scripture together for six straight hours until 1 a.m. It was a little after that. Um, And they all happily and enthusiastically said that they wanted to do that. So we were blessed to start our beach weekend in time of worship and um, intensive Bible study. You can ask them. It was non-stop for six hours with just a few breaks in between. Um, so I'm just really proud to be a part of their life and their walk with the Lord and all that y'all did. Whoever prayed and gave for that, we really, really appreciate it. And it was such a blessing to get to do that. And one thing about the trip while we were there is we were able to attend a church, a local church in Myrtle Beach, Sunday morning. And I just want to say one thing, that I have never in my life been more welcomed in a church than at this church at the beach. And I'm not saying that to be rude in any way, but I can say that when we exited our car, we were bombarded by church members. We could not get through the doors. We probably had 10 people meet our family. We couldn't sit down. We had coffee handed to us, snacks handed to us. And, and, and it's not about the food, but it was a fact that I thought, man... This is church. So as myself, I gave myself a commitment, a recommitment to make sure that anyone that I saw, especially visiting, would be loved on by us. And so I want to give that same thing to you. I want you to have that same feeling that I had. And I want visitors that come into this church to have that same feeling where they walk into New Hope that they can't get out of their car as a visitor without us bombarding them. So I just ask all of you at New Hope to make that commitment with me that we overwhelm visitors from even their security and their parking team. Those men met us before we could even hardly get our feet on the ground. So I just really encourage y'all to have that same mindset because that's what church is, right? That's what we are supposed to be. We're supposed to make people that walk in feel so welcomed. And I feel so loved from y'all. Um, but let's just let's amp it up. For the Lord, so that when people leave here, they feel more love than they've ever felt in their lives because of the Lord. Okay, so let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Father, oh, how great you are, how powerful you are, how loving you are, merciful and forgiving, God. The words that we could use to describe you are endless, endless. From your creation to all of your plans that you have before us, Lord, I thank you for that. I pray over this time of worship, I pray over this time of teaching, Lord, that you will open our eyes and our ears so that we hear what you want us to hear, not that our hearts are hardened, not that we are unforgiving or that we are are in in a mood where we just can't focus, Lord, but that we give it all to you, that we listen to your scriptures and we learn. And we use what we learn and we go out into the world and teach others. Let us be a vessel of your light so that everyone around us sees that light, Lord. I thank you so much for Melody, for Pastor Russ, for all those that lead us, Lord, in worship and in scripture. And I pray your protection around them this morning as they lead us, Lord. And your guidance in each word that they say and sing. That our hearts be full of praise. To you, King of kings. And it's in your name that we pray, God. Amen.
1: Yeah. I okay. yeah.
2: I said in my prayer, a lot of people are hurting, a lot of people are facing a lot of difficulties in life and a lot of stuff going on in the world and in the world of of our lives. And I pray that that you know Jesus, that you have Jesus, because He is peace. He is the one that, that brings peace to our hearts and calm to our souls so that we can walk through those times of difficulty. Our message today as we continue our B series in being who God created us to be is to, is to be on mission because there are people outside of these walls that are, that are hurting the way we are, the way others are, and, and, and to great extremes, but they don't know Jesus. They don't have Jesus. They don't have that peace in their heart to know the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and that's why that, that they need to know Jesus. They need that hope for eternal life. They need Jesus Christ to walk with them through these, these times in our life. And so we need to be on mission to, to make Jesus known to a lost world. I hear, I hear quite frequently people use the terms mission and, and ministry interchangeably. But there's a, a big difference in, in those two words or the meaning of those two words and the difference between mission and, and ministry reflects an internal focus versus an external fo- fo- focus of the church. <coughs> Ministries are, are focused on the, on the people who are already here, those who are already a part of the kingdom of God, those who maybe need to find their place in church. Uh, maybe it's, it's in a Bible study or Sunday school or... You know some activity in church. Maybe that's you. Maybe you're just coming on Sunday morning. And and, and folks, God wants you to get plugged in uh, to a Sunday school, a small group, so you can be encouraged by one another. So you can encourage one another in your walk with Christ. So you can be accountable to each other and become the the, the people God calls us to be. And when we're living in in ministry and living out ministry in our heart and life, that that. Uh, also leads us into more missions Uh, mission on the other hand is focusing on those outside the kingdom of God those who haven't accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior it's the idea of sending people out with the good news sending the people within the church out into the world with the good news of Jesus Christ and so missions is fulfilling God's great commission it's the church being the church not just sitting in the pews, sitting in the inside the four walls, but going out and reaching the world for Christ. Just letting them know that Jesus loves them. You know, we talked last week about, about sharing our story, sharing our, our testimony with people. But first, they just want to know that we just got to make sure they know Jesus loves them. You know? That was part of what we did yesterday when we... Uh, we, we were giving out free hot dogs at the Dollar General there for our spring into mission events. And we sent four plates down to the landfill. We were, you know, the, the road goes down to the landfill right beside the Dollar General where we were set up. And, and someone said, oh, look, it wasn't the people working at the, at the dump. It was some other people that had come by and said, oh, look, they're taking the Great Commission to the dump. <laughs> Praise God. Because everybody needs God. doesn't matter where we take it. There are people there that that need it. Amen? One of the workers couldn't believe that that we thought about them and brought them lunch yesterday. You see, the church is God's partner on mission in, in making Jesus known to a lost world by our word and deed, by our words and actions. What are some of the other missions in our, in our church that we're involved in? Uh, again, we had an incredible day, an amazing day yesterday. But remember what I always say, you got to be here to be blessed? Well, I, I, I feel confident to say that everybody that was there yesterday was blessed, would you say? You know, blessed in a, in a great and a grand way. Again, we gave, over, we gave out over 150 hot dogs to different people. And we, we had the opportunity to meet dozens and dozens of folks and, and just to get to know them. Uh, get, get to meet them and get to know our community and, and build relationships with them and with each other. And so in, in a sense, it was both a ministry and a mission day because we were working side by side and then at the same time making uh, the word of Jesus, the name of Jesus known to other people. And what are some other missions that we have? Of course, we're, we're finishing up our, our Annie Armstrong uh, home mission uh, offering right now. As we come to the end of the Easter season, and we got the Lottie Moon Christmas offering. Now, the Annie Armstrong goes for home missions. 100% of that money goes to funding home missionaries. Uh, the Lottie Moon offering goes completely to foreign missionaries in foreign lands. Um, but what are some other missions that we participate in here at New Hope? We've got the, the Pregnancy Resource Center, the Hospice Hearts, the The angel tree that we do, the Baptist Children's Home, Honduras uh, Christmas Bags, the Samaritan uh, Purse, the Benevolence Program, uh, Compassion International, Back to School Bash, uh, Fall Festival, the Greatest Treat Festival, Easter and Earl, Easter and Christmas, uh, or, 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 or Christmas and Earl. And so there's a lot of things that we're doing to reach the gospel, to reach the community with the gospel that's just that's just some of them but but at the core of missions is a servant's heart at the core of missions is a servant's heart because we have to have a desire to serve others before we will engage in that mission effort and 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 so Jesus was a was a man on a mission he was a he was a missionary from heaven (laughs) he was spreading the good news of the gospel to a lost world In Mark chapter 10, verse 45, he says, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. You see, once we accept Christ, we become missionaries by default. We become missionaries following Christ's examples. And so the church is on mission, and it's the the people of God serving others for the kingdom of God. Serving others is what Spring into Missions was, was all about. Serving our community. Uh, the Church Without Walls is what, it's a service idea. It's, it's about serving others in our community. It's uh, uh, put together by the, by the association. Um, you'll see some more information there in, in your bulletin. But it's going to be carried out at, a, at the mission camp. Uh, several years ago, we went to, Red, to the Red Springs Mission Camp and went on a whole mission trip there. The same thing is right here in Shelby, and so we're going to go on a mission trip to Shelby, okay, on June 2nd and 3rd. I want to encourage you to, to sign up and be a part of that. You spend the night uh, or not, we'd love, it's just a whole different experience, so when you experience the whole thing, and spend the night. So if you can spend the night, that'd be great. If not, uh, but please sign up early. And sign up so we'll know that you're coming, know that you're going to be there. It's going to be a great day of of serving our community. Be mission projects like the ones we did yesterday, basic home improvement uh, projects, replacing windows, doors, building ramps, uh, backyard Bible studies, Bible school kind of thing. Uh, Just different kinds of missions around the community. But it's about serving God by serving others. If you think about it, though, we can't can't become comfortable simply coming to church and and going home every week. We can't become comfortable just coming to church and going back home for the rest of the week and and not doing anything. You see, the the Christian faith is about putting our our faith into action. It's a a faith not for spectators. The Christian faith is about being a participant being involved and some are active but unfortunately some are are not active here here it is listen to me if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior he has commissioned you and he has commanded you to go and make disciples if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior you are a missionary Now, the the next question is, are you an active missionary or an inactive missionary? Either way, God has commissioned you and commanded you to go into the world and share your story about how God has changed your life in order that others might come into the kingdom of God. And so again, the question is, are we active or inactive missionaries? The 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 ability to, to, to go in and, and do missions at, at different places begins with, with meeting the needs of people. That's why we were doing the hot dogs. That's why we do the, the back to school back uh, school book backpack programs. Uh, the greatest treat festival. It brings people in. We we let them have fun, we give them something to get their attention and, and hopefully meet their need in some way. Like the woman at the well, she came to the well. She was in need of water. But Jesus gave her living water. Amen. Whatever need people have, they have a need in Jesus Christ that they may not know about. That is an eternal need. And as believers in Christ, we are called to help meet that need. To be used, to be a a vessel used by God. And so as we're in the process of becoming who God created us to be, we'll become more like Christ. And, 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 and it'll be evident in our everyday life. It'll be evident to other people's lives. But being on mission is part of becoming who Christ wants us to become. And the more we know Jesus, the more we want to serve Him, the more we want to make Him known. That's because our service is an overflow of our relationship with, with Jesus. It's an overflow of our, of our love for Jesus Christ. It says, I love to tell the story. We, we sang that song. I love to tell the story. Were we, were, were we telling the truth when we sang that song or were we, we, were we maybe telling a, a little story? A little white lie because we don't really love to tell the story. We like to sing about it, but do we like to tell about it? In John chapter 12, verse 26, it says, Whoever serves serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servants also will be. My Father will honor the one who serves me. The Father God will honor those who serve Him. You see, our love for God results in in us loving other people. And it's with that love that we serve other people. It's with that love that we try to meet their needs physically and spiritually. In John chapter 15, verse 5 and verse 8, we we studied this this passage in depth a couple of weeks ago in in one of our, our series topics. But it says, I am the vine, and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. But apart from me, you can do what? Nothing. We can do nothing in the kingdom of God if we're not plugged into Christ Jesus, if we're not in tune with Him, if we're not living for Him, if we don't know Him, we can do nothing on our own. Verse 8 says, This is My Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be My disciples. And So He calls us, He's commissioned us to go out and to tell the world about about the love of Jesus. And folks, the world needs to know the love of Jesus, doesn't it? Because it is a dark place out there right now. We have a, a familiar verse in in, in uh the great commission, what book is it found in huh matthew that's the most the most famous verse is found in in matthew chapter uh, twenty eight verses nineteen through twenty but it's actually found in five books predominantly uh notified in in five books in the new testament of course matthew twenty eight is the most prominent one the one we we talk about and use most often and and uh that passage is is uh Matthew 28, 19, and 20. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them them to obey everything I've commanded you. And so not only is it sharing the gospel, but it's discipling them, bringing them along, showing them how to live the Christian life. And he finishes up that passage by saying, You can go because I'm going with you. I'm going to be there with you. Whatever you're going through, whatever you're facing, whatever the situation is you're entering into the world with, I'm going to walk with you through it. I will strengthen you. We talked last week about Acts chapter 1, verse 8. We've talked about that one for a couple of weeks. That when we receive Christ, we receive the Holy Spirit. And what comes with the Holy Spirit? Power. Power. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witness in Jerusalem and all Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the world. The ends of the earth. Everywhere we go. You see, we leave here and we go out into the world with the power of God behind us. That's the confidence we can go with. Sharing the gospel. He will give us the words. He will give us the confidence. If we pray for it, if we ask for it, if we seek it, we will find it. And He will give it to us. He will empower us and enable us to go into the world and share the gospel. That is His whole point for coming into this world. Don't you think, I mean, He commissioned us to go. Don't you think He's going to give us what we need to go and do what He wants us to do? Those are probably the two most prominent verses on the Great Commission. A couple of lesser-known Great Commission verses are Matthew chapter 6 or Mark chapter 16, verse 15 and 16. In Mark chapter 16, he says, He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. And whoever believes and is baptized will be saved but whoever does not believe will be condemned. Again, you're either for Christ or against Christ. You're with God or against God. You have an eternal life with God or an eternal life without God. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. Another verse, Luke chapter 24, verse 47. Again, another great commission verse. It says, And repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in His name to all nations. It says, beginning in Jerusalem. Beginning right there at home. Beginning right there in Earl. Remember, that's that's the the new, New Hope Earl version. And repentance for forgiveness of sin will be preached in the name of In His name to all nations, beginning right there in Earl. In John 20, 21, Jesus appeared to His disciples and said, Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. He is sending us out into the world to tell people the good news of the gospel. And so God is a God of love. He is a God on mission. And that mission is to, to bring salvation to every person on planet earth. And it's free for everybody if they'll receive it. You see, God sent Jesus on a mission. Jesus sent the Holy Spirit on a mission. And God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit sends us on a mission. And we go out on mission to serve others in the name of Jesus. And as we go, we are the scattered church. In Acts chapter eight, verse four says, "Those who have been scattered, preach the word wherever they went." And so, from when we leave here today, uh, we can make this verse from New Hope version: "Those who have been scattered at New Hope will preach the world, uh, preach the word to Earl in Cleveland County, and wherever they go, we are the scattered church." When we leave these doors here. we are the scattered New Hope Church. Uh, when we were yesterday setting up at, at Dollar General, there were a couple of ant hills, and it was just they were just hills. you know We didn't see any ants. But I kicked one by accident. Now what happens when you do that? Yeah, they scatter, don't they? They go everywhere. Uh, hopefully they don't crawl up your pants' leg, but they go everywhere, don't they. That's the thought behind the scattered church. When we leave here, in just a few minutes, we are the scattered church going everywhere. (laughs) You know, those little ants, they love to bite you, don't they? What if we were to give people the gospel of Jesus like those ants try to bite us? What if we were so determined to, to give the gospel to other people like those ants are so determined to get on our feet and legs As we go, we are the scattered church. But missions is not the church. Missions is not a a church program. Missions is a a mindset of being a Christian. And and missions is a mindset of serving Christ individually, but also corporately. As this church body, as as the bigger church, to be on mission for Christ. Speaking of corporate missions or or missions corporately, uh, Charles Malik, he was a Lebanese uh, ambassador to the United States and he asked in a speech one day he said, what's been the greatest American contribution to the rest of the world? He said, has it been money? Has it been food? Has it been medical skills? Has it been industrial know-how? And then he answered, He said, the greatest thing to come out of America has been the American missionary effort. The American missionary effort. Again, a Lebanese ambassador. And he said, the quiet, selfless men and women who have left the comfort and security of their homeland to bring the gospel of Christianity to less favored nations. To those that don't know Jesus. That's the essence of the gospel. Leaving the comforts of this place and take, taking the gospel down the road to somewhere else, to somebody else. You see, every Christian should, should, should consider themselves a missionary. Do you? Do you think of yourself as a, as a missionary? When you go into your workplace, when you go into your school, When you go shopping, do you consider yourself as a missionary? I mean, think about it. God is a missionary God, and Christ is a missionary Christ, and the the Holy Spirit is a missionary Spirit. And the Lord expects every Christian to be a missionary, sharing sharing the gospel with the lost. Simply put, we're either a missionary, we're either a missionary, or a mission field. We either know Christ, we've either accepted Christ, or we've not. And so we're either a missionary or a mission field. William Carey, a great missionary, he said, Expect great things from God, but attempt great things for God. Another missionary, Jim Elliott, he said, he is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose. Mo will tell you today that the first mission trip that I, that I ever went on, the, the first mission trip that I ever went on was to, to Venezuela. 10 day trip, and it, it changed the course of my life. I look back and see that that was a pivotal moment a pivotal period in my life that, that changed from, from where I was. It, was. it transformed my heart. It was at that point that I was totally surrendered to the Lord Jesus Christ. It was that trip that, that gave me the passion for all kind of missions. <clears throat> but you know what? We, we often think about missions being done uh, by a person in a secluded place in a, in a faraway land. But the truth is, most missions are done right here in our backyard. In reality, we're, we're to be missionaries every day, everywhere we go, to everybody. Yesterday was a great example of that, just letting people know that, that Jesus loves them. We had tons of people trying to give us money. They would come up, how much are your hot dogs? And they were shocked. That that, that we were just wanting to give them something with no strings attached. That's not the way our world works, is it? Think about this. Jesus gave His life for our sins for the forgiveness of our sins so that we can have that hope of eternal life with no strings attached. He said simply believe and receive and you will have eternal life. There's no works. There's nothing we can do to save our life, to save our soul eternally. No amount of work we could ever do. We'll never be good enough. We'll never be able to do enough to earn our way or make our way to heaven. It's only by the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's a gift from God. Nothing we can do will earn our way to heaven. In closing, I want to close with a quote, a, a quote from Billy Graham. And he said, The evangelist harvest is always urgent. I'm going to stop right there and ask do we have an urgency in our heart? The evangelist harvest is always urgent. The destiny of men and of nations is always being decided. Every generation is strategic. We're not responsible for the past generation. We cannot bear full responsibility for the next one, but we do have our own. We do have this generation today. And he says God will hold us responsible as to how we fulfill our responsibility to this age. Folks, the responsibility to our neighbors is ours. The responsibility of our classmates and and co-workers and friends is ours. The responsibility of this generation that's here today is ours. Let me ask you this morning, are you a believer on mission for Christ? Or are you the mission field looking for something that the world can't seem to fill in your heart? Are are you the mission field looking for for something that you can't find out in the world? Let me tell you today that Christ is the only thing that can fill that void in your heart. Christ is the only thing that can give you hope and purpose in life. And the God of the universe is still on a mission to save your soul today. And He will be on that mission. It will never stop. It will never end until He returns or until you pass from this life. But my friend, at that point, it will be too late. That decision has to be made before we pass from this life. And so the question is, do you want to become a missionary do you want to receive that hope of eternal life do you want to surrender your life to him today the one the, the one who who died on the cross man he he lived a perfect life can you imagine that he never told a little white lie he never took anything from anybody that had to drive his brothers and family crazy don't you think And they were always taking stuff from him and talking about, oh, he ain't the Messiah, listen to him. Well, Mr. Goody Two-Shoes over there, they just didn't know how Goody Two-Shoes he was, did they? He was the best there ever was. Never sinned, never faulted. And he lived a perfect life, the life that we try to live, but we cannot live. And he died the death that we should have died because of the life that we do live. But praise God, God raised him to life. Amen? To prove that he was God's only son, that he is today God's only son. He ascended into heaven, and as he ascended, he said, I'm coming back. And folks, everything in the Bible, every prophecy that's ever been made has been fulfilled. And folks, this one will be fulfilled too. He is coming back. Are you ready? Are you ready for that day? Let me ask you again, are you a missionary or are you mission field? You see, in order to be and become the person God created us to be, we have to be on mission. That's part of being who God created us to be. Again, Jesus is returning soon, and, and are we being faithful with the gospel in our hearts and in our lives? Only you can answer that question, and only you can decide where your eternity will stand. Where you will spend eternity. As we sing our hymn of decision, we honestly say, Here I am, Lord. Here I am, Lord, send me. That doesn't mean to Africa or Venezuela, it could be. But Lord, send me as your messenger, send me as your missionary. That chorus says, here I am, Lord, send me. I will go if you lead me. I will go if you lead me. I will hold your people in my heart. I will go if you lead me. Can you pray that with me today? Here am I, Lord. Send me. Let's pray together. Father, You know the hearts of every person listening to my voice right now. And Father, You know if they are a missionary or still the mission field. Father, we pray that today would be the day of their salvation if they are in the mission field. But Lord, those who are missionaries, If they're inactive, Lord, move them into action. If they're a little bit active, they're bearing a little bit of fruit, Lord, You tell us to bear much fruit. And we do that by being connected to You, abiding in You, knowing You. And so, Father, we pray that we would indeed be the people on mission that You want us to be corporately, as a church, and individually as believers commissioned and commanded by you go and share your love with the lost world hear our prayer lord open our hearts god today and pour your holy spirit in change our lives god that we can better serve you today and tomorrow until we meet you face to face in christ's name we pray amen